There's a Mishnah in Pirkei Avos. It says like this. <clears throat> Against your will you were formed. In the, in the stomach, in the mother. You're born. Against your will you're born. And against your will you live. And against your will you're going to die. First of all, it could have just said It could have said It could have said emphasis. What, what am I supposed to get from that? That you should know. Now, we know babies, uh, yeah, they have to be born. People live. You're not, you're not allowed to end your life. Though there are studies that there are people who com- try to commit suicide and fail. And the feeling that they were having on their way down, etc., what have I done? The Ibrahim does not does not deal with this well. Okay? As a parenthetical statement, if you ever have to deal with someone who's holding near, okay? I'm not a trained uh, psychologist. I'm not saying that I strive to be that. Okay, not attacking anyone. Just that's I'm not. But a very, 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 very trained one from Hamilton, Ontario, Alashom, told me she left someone in my care when she went back to Canada. And this person attempted suicide, so I'm out of it. But I had to go call her up. So she said, let this person know that not everything has been tried. There's still what to do. It's not all over. There's always what to do. People jump because they think there's nothing, nothing, nothing left. Okay? And the last time I spoke about this, I don't remember how long ago, it was BC before Corona. I was AD. Uh, AD means something else. Yeah, after, after you know, 
and I'm sure when it was, but someone who I had very, very strong Kesha to told me of a person who, a young doctor, diagnosed herself with a painful disease that has no cure and she committed suicide. And the autopsy showed that she was wrong. She misdiagnosed herself. Just close parentheses. Okay, we're not talking about anything over here. But it's alcohol. You have to live. You can't just jump. You have to live. That's right. If you must have anything, want to die. And you're going to give a din for cheshman in front of Melch Machem. What's din and what's cheshman? Din for what did I do? And cheshman is for what I could have done. Okay? Take, we'll leave it at that. There's all these alkochachs. What's the Tana trying to tell me? The simplest thing is. The Tana is telling me that in life there are things that I have to do whether I like it or not. Okay? One of them is not coming to the Shmois. Okay? There are things in the world that are not alcohol. Yeah? Okay? Now, there's a word, Emuna. Let us say Emuna means I have an inner understanding and something inside of me that's been put inside to me that gives me I can stand up to anything. I can stand up to anything. Without going into the Shurish of Emuna, which is Aim, which is Mother, most of them get it from our mother. Rav Matishyo, said the only time that the Torah commands on Chinuch is by Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. The Hidal Tolevincha. Nowhere else does it say, God tells this and tells the son. He got to use the same detail. That's the word it means. Going to the brain. Yeah? Malvin says the same thing. It's, now, you're not parents yet, but like, what, what, how do we train ourselves in Emunah? That there's things in our subject, they have, they have to be. People have difficult times, and they don't understand why. <clears throat> so Rabbi Tisheo Zechot Sadat Baruchah said, the root of fear is I have to understand everything. Like, where did you get that from? I have to do it because I have to do it, and that's the way it is. Yeah? Okay? says the book of Shmois is different than Bereshis because the Bereshis is the story of a family of how HaKadosh Baruch is Nohig with a family now we talk about how HaKadosh Baruch is Nohig with Klal Yisrael the first name that was given to the Jewish people that did not have their family, like B'nai Yaakov, B'nai Yisrael, is in Pasha's boy, Be'etzim, Hayoim, Hahu. It's in Pasha's boy. Yotzu, Kotziva, Hashem, Me'eretz, Mitzrayim. All the armies of Hashem left Egypt. That's the name we got. The Maishu 
with my Rebbe's Rechon Nevocha, who was sitting in a, um, a Chabad um, a Mitzvah or Shevet Brachis. And for unity, Fa'achtus, they invited the Reform Rabbi there also. So, um, so he said to my Rebbe, I, I didn't know you were Chabad. She said, I'm not, but we're part of an army, we're armies of Hashem. Yeah? She said, really? I'm part of the army also. She said, yes, you're part of the army also. So who's part of the army am I? She said, you, you're the deserters. <laughs> okay? We're armies of Hashem. You have to do, you have your position. You can't go somewhere else. There's a beautiful book called Go My Son. Go My Son is a story of a Jew. Her mother, his mother told him, Go, my son, we have, you have to leave Poland. And he didn't want to go. But he left Poland. Anyway, it's, it's a very, very, it's a very beautiful book. Um, and he joined a, um, a some unit in the army finally got a Polish citizen they went, and he deserted because he found out what was going to be on with him etc could be his tank and then everybody in his class had done very well in his previous position <clears throat> graduated to the school Got a got a, um, a commission as an officer, except for him. I didn't know why did Hashem do this to me. And then he realized that he's being sent to the place that he had left. He was a a, a decorated soldier already. You know what they're going to do to him if they if he comes there? They're going to shoot him because you left your unit to go and you, you deserted. Now you may have done great things. But we're going to shoot you. A person in the army has to follow his brigade. We're Tzibah Sashem. There are things that we're forced to do. Okay? But that's the subject. In life, the things that are forced on us, how are we going to react to it? Okay? Now, um, there's certain things that a parent is obligated to do on the, uh, for their child who's very young, and they don't have to figure it out themselves. Okay, Reverend Wasserman said, I had the busiest pockets in Los Angeles. Yeah, here it is. I want to know if I can come with my husband to speak with you about her daughter. She is currently two and a half and hurts her little brother quite often. She is full of life and has a lot of energy. Huh? Now you're talking to me about it. If a child gets hurt consistently, or bullying in school, then you are scratching their life. You need to protect that child. Even when they're infants, because something registers by them that the world is not a safe place. That includes letting them cry it out. Yeah, let them cry it out. They'll learn not to cry at night. And it works. A heroin works also. A lot of things work. Yeah? yeah. And they'll calm down. But they, studies have shown that it's... Um, it, 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 they grew up to be less confident people. In, 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 
in Ohio, in um, Chicago, and in Johannesburg, the, the mothers came up to me and said, we know. That I told them, don't let the kid cry it out. They came up to me and said, we know. Because we saw the difference in kids. We let cry it out, and the difference that they didn't. Yeah? So, a kid has to have a certain protection beforehand. Before he can go out. Before he can be strong. He say he's too weak to be able to do nothing to be able to protect himself. He doesn't know any better. I was in Sandik at a bris. I won't be here tomorrow for Shachas because I'm a Sandik at a bris in, uh, in Lechavia, as Hashem. And, and uh, they took off the kid's diaper and he gave me a shower. Nobody got angry at him. Why? He could do whatever he wants because there's nothing inside. Okay? We have to put stuff inside. This is the pshat. If you have your Shemayim inside of yourself, you have a Muna, then that, then that year afterwards, you put Chachma into it, you have deep roots inside of you, and then the wind will blow, won't knock you over. You, you can, even when situations are forced on you, and you have no choice, you, it won't knock you over. <coughs> what does the bunch want from me now? This is very eventual. Whether it's the concentration camp or it's um, all other things that are forced on you. They, they, you can't move me. <coughs> but if it's Chachmosik, Kaiven Lirosai, he knows a lot. But he doesn't have years, Shemayim, he says, a lot has a big tree, but there's no root inside. Then a wind will come and knock it over. That's what the mission says. So that's it. Will happen. It's not maybe it'll happen because you attest it according to what you know, but you don't have your shemayim. It's all outside of you. As soon as something a wind comes or anything outside of you, so then you get knocked over. So there has to be inside. Has to have a moon inside, and then we can talk about life and the things that are forced on me. Okay. Now we have to know, in England, they have a thing called the shadow cabinet. Yeah? Which means that there's a, a certain party that's in power, but there's a, a, an opposing party that has a minister that is the opposite. Yeah? They want to do that here also now by thinking of doing it. It's a Mephushia Tednema. Yeah? It's going to have all my knowledge from. So, there's a, there's a thing called the Sitra Achra. Sitra Achra means the other side. Right? The other side means the Kaikasatuma of the world. That's what's uh, referred to in Kabbalistic form. I don't know any Kabbalah. Okay? Alright? So we know no, no, no rumors going around. Yeah? You see, everything's about me, nothing I can do about it. Yeah? But I don't read faces. Okay? I can't give you a printout just by looking at you. So if someone tells you that again, it's not true, okay? Etc. The Yetzirah also tries to force you. He's going to put you in a situation where it's really hard and he's really going to push you to the end. Yeah? 
And I'm going to give you three examples. Two I heard from the Mashkir, Zechit Sadik Levrocher of Hirschfeldman, where the thing, where the battle is most important, he's going to put the most force against it. The first he said is Talmud Torah. Because if you learn Torah, you bring Mitaya your insides, even if it's for Shaloi First of all, you can have 10 nanoseconds of the Shema in that Shaloi and that that's already puts you in a different way. Definitely every second. But Torah is Mitaya you. Amel is it's like Libra, and it, pur- it purifies him. The Yetzirah is a, a loyal Ebed of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and he's, I'm going to fight that, because that's where you could win. That's one, in one example. And the other is the day of death. A person, as they are nifter, that's Kriveya, who, who they are. Rav Miller Zechayim Levachah said, when he put an earthenware keli into an oven and he punched in a base cable, so now you have a base cable. If it goes in without a base cable, it has no base cable, it has no container. So that moment, right before you put it into the oven, that's with Kaveya. And the, the Yetzer, it's, it's, it tries to get you to be Kaifer in HaKadosh Baruch at that moment. wrote, he couldn't talk, he was already on a respirator, he knew he was going. And he wrote, I am being moist in my door now that any machshava I have from that one of Kriya is coming from the Sitra Akra. It's such a thing. There's a punishment dying suddenly. There's such a punishment. In the, in the late Valio, it's all ASIC with a deep book or someone fell out of the carriage and died. Yeah? It's a punishment. You didn't have time to do tshuva. So what's the answer for that? The answer for that is Call Ace Yevidachulavon, do truth every, time, every day. You know? I'll give you an example. It's a whole way different place. People expect me to give talks, yeah? You know, without telling me that much in advance and how, what am I talking about. But you're supposed to prepare. You can't give a talk without preparing. There was a Jew, Rafasman, Sassan Los Angeles, Raj Kailel. So he and his son used to talk on Shabbos. Uh, I come up with Shabbos, they switched off weeks. One week, they both thought the other one was doing it. Kids with the Bishop fit. Each one thought the other one was doing it. <coughs> Turned out, neither one was prepared. So he said, Tati, his son said, Tati, I'll go up and talk. He says, absolutely not, you have to prepare. And people expect you to be able to Rav Matisyos, that's how said, that I can prepare what I'm talking about when I walk up, when I go from my seat to the bima. What's the pshat? To me, it's clear that the pshat is like this. There are things that are always important to me. They always matter to me. They're always in front of me. That you can talk about any time because you're always prepared. That's the pshat. And then Bikasko Labamsky was asked in England to talk about a certain subject. He said, I don't know, I'm not prepared. So his son was standing next to him in England and said to him, but you spoke about that a few days ago in New Shalayim. Yes, but I didn't think about it today. And this man was a genius. He wrote the Tarsift in Siberia, the, the Chazan Yichesko. I have to think about it today. 
So, that's the answer. But a person has to be prepared beforehand. Okay? Those things the Mashkiach spoke about. And there's a third one, which the Chavetz Chaim talks about, and he's had done to say for Chavetz Chaim, he's a Hura Avera. Yeah, something a person not needs to from, not because it's impossible not to be over. It's just very hard, Chavetz Chaim says. It's hard. Why? Why is it? Why is it such a pressure on that of the huravera of having illicit thoughts? Because that's is the person, the inner part of the person. There's avodizor that parallels by other lemokim. That's avodah. There's shrichasdomim murder, which parallels by other mechaveri. Gemilus Chasodim. What's connected? Which Avera, big Avera is connected? It's internal. It's an internal problem. And therefore, the Yetzirah is going to push in that. And there's a big Yetzirah for it because that's Kiyam If it's used properly, then that's Kiyam So we see that when something is really important, the Yetzirah is going to try and force you. Can you be forced? Now, the this in the Yetzirah and the Havdol, HaKadosh Baruch, HaKadosh Baruch is going to win. He's going to win. But he says that's why we have to believe in Mashiach, because HaKadosh Baruch is not going to open a business and fail. Some lunatic in Tehran will not press a button and destroy the whole world. It just won't happen. Okay? Because we believe HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not going to lose. Okay? Well, the Yetzirah will vagar lose. That's his avoidance to lose. He wants to lose. But he has to force it. That's the hard time for you. That's why when Yaakov had him down, I wouldn't deliver the death punch to the Sarshal Esav. So, well, I need to go, I need to go say Shira. What's the chat over there? Yaakov said, no. Different subject. Yeah? But... He said, no. I said, why did I have to say Shira? Yeah! You beat me. I, the avoidance of the Yetzirah is to lose. Now that I lost, now I can say Shira. I finished my, my function. That's chat. So that's, you know, the distance to Sitra Akhra, yeah? It says, A little bit of light pushes away, pushes a lot of darkness. Because the light is real and the darkness isn't. So it takes a little bit of light, because life's real. HaKadosh Baruch is here, but you have to have the emuna. You have to feel it. Okay? So Rav Matasio says like this. If a child asks, what came before the six days of creation? Lifanim, the Gemara Chagis, certain things you're not supposed to, to ask. Yeah? So you tell them, you know what you tell them? Tell me, you know, we don't understand everything. Part of the reality of the world is we don't understand everything. There's an ingenious Sarsemis that says, we know that we can't understand how can a touch broker know what we're going to do and we still have free will. And the Rambam says we don't know. We don't have an answer. What's the function of a question you don't have answers for? Everything in the world has a function. Everything. So he says, yes, in your life, you're going to have questions that you don't have an answer for. Not the first time. Yep, that's part of the world. 
everyone in their life, why did God do this to me? And some of them are very good questions, really good questions. And the answer is, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Okay? People are born to very difficult situations. They go through very difficult situations. We don't know. Yeah? We don't tell them you can't ask. You don't tell the kid there's something you can't Any kid is anything he wants. And I'm, thank you for asking. And thank you for telling me. Yeah? I got asked a child today. That's a bit of an exception. He comes into his nine-year-old daughter's room. She's sometimes in a cranky mood in the morning. So he comes in to wake her up. And you know, she says to him, shut up. Okay. The, the, why he is today when he should have asked me uh, like four years ago, it's a different question. Okay, so the answer to that question is, you can't talk to me that way. And if you do, so then the, the, you lose your abba, you hit your mother, so then you don't got a mother. You want this and this and this and this and your mother? No. That's not what you've Yeah? Yeah? No. You have to decide, am I your mother or am I not your mother? It's very simple. Whatever you want, you lose. This kid hits his little teeny weeny sister, he loses the right to be next to the sister. He likes his sister. Yeah. But no. No. And you lose the sister, use this baby for a couple of hours. And we'll try again. We have to watch him. Because he does not he's two years old. That's like you know, that's like being a teenager. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, they say the words no. Yeah. So so and then again. You don't keep making the punishment bigger. Every single time you do this, there's a consequence. You run away from me into the street, no problem going home, <coughs> I'm going out today. I swear to high heaven, I won't do it again, and the lie detector, a divine lie detector, says, telling the truth, don't be mindful. Every single time you do this, that's what it is. Okay? Okay. Okay. We see HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Malachim about creating man. What do you learn from that? It's not a weakness to ask advice. There are things we don't know. A <laughs> is someone who takes advice. He's Nimlach. He says, Nimlach Ishka. He asked his wife's advice. He made his wife into a king. You ask advice. He's a king. I'm Nimlach to you. Yeah? What do you, what do you think? Okay? It's okay. A king doesn't have to know everything. Yeah? They're electing people who claim to know everything. It's scary. But that's politics. Yeah? Okay. Rav Matisio said, a child who's not ready for something, he's not of age, he's not tired to do it. He wanted to sit at the Shabbos table. Not my example, it's a Volvo's example. You sit at the Shabbos table quiet and behave yourself. And, and you're two years old, or eight years old, and you're talking about the meaning of creation, then he's not going to behave himself. It's like going to shul and not being able to read. He's not going to behave himself. Okay? So we don't make him behave himself where he can. 
But when he can, he must. Okay? Now let's go a little weiter. Okay. Okay, we're going to skip a little bit, but that's okay. A person, in order to oppose things that are forced on them, has to have his own force inside, pushing back, like the pressure inside your body pushing back at the atmosphere. So this is Rabbi Ruchim. I'm just a couple of examples, but it's like, gosh. Go to the, uh, go to the ant, you lazy one. It gathers its food in the, in the, in the summer, yeah? So the Medrash says, this Namala, it eats one and a half kernels of wheat for its entire life. It can't live more than six months. And they, they, they found a Namala in the, cha- the chambers, 300 core of chitim. Maybe HaKadosh give you life. You know, 300 core of chitim, that's, that's a lot, that's a lot of kernels. Yeah? And how much they gathered. So you see, you keep gathering, you keep preparing. HaKadosh Baruch Hu give me life. Now, the Namola doesn't have any Bechira. It keeps doing it. Yeah? But I have to learn from it that there's, there's a certain Koyach in a person to be able to do that, to keep going, to keep going, keep going. A person 119 years old and 364 days and the doctors say he can't live more than another two weeks. Should you start house again? Sure, sure. Keep gathering. Don't give up. Keep gathering. The more the better. <coughs> you learn that from the Namola. And then he brings down they learn from the Namola and the Namola never takes something that's not it. When an ant carries this, these kernels and they're much bigger than the ant Ants have a koyach to carry things that are much heavier than them. And then drops it, it will not take, no other ant will take it. There's some kind of smell on it. No one will touch it until the ant who it belongs to, yeah, the ant who it belongs to, so then you'll, um, this on page Yud and Shmois and Dafta and in Das Torah. Reva Chachom, look. Yeah? It's not wise. It won't take any other ant's thing. But you can learn from it that there's such a kayak in the world. What's not mine doesn't belong to me. It's, it's push it. If, it, it. Just like if you have a whole thing of apples, fresh apples, and you put a car, one or two rotten apples, it's going to kill the whole thing. Money that's not yours, and you take it, so it eats up, the, eats up your good money also. Just allergic to my money is not mine. Money is not mine. Don't touch it. It's a, it, when you get that into yourself by looking at the world. So then, then, then you have kaiach to withstand the test of gezel, etc. Now listen to a lesson of Rabbi Moshe. A little bit over. There's two of them, but I'm only going to tell you one because you know time. Pekudet bnei Yisrael. They counted the bnei Yisrael. How many Jews are there? Down to the last one. So he said, he says a person has to give a cheshbon. That's how we started. You have to A person has to make a cheshbon on everything Hashem gave him. Whether it's man how long you're living. What did he do in the time? Okay? 
did he do Torah, or did you uh, play uh, poker, or, you know, sit in, you know, what did you do with your money, Master money, yeah? What did you do with your stalker? What, what, what kind of stalker did you do? <coughs> and stuff like that. And why do we do this? You're now to destroy even one pruta for no reason. Yeah? Now, yeah? Because Baruch gave you kachis, gave you intelligence, gave you sickness, gave you health, or gave you sickness, or gave you not so intelligent. What did you do with it? A person not so intelligent and works hard weighs a lot more in Ilumha MS than someone's a, a, a genius and didn't work hard. Yeah? What did you do with what I can, it can't be mashes. So I want to make a small suggestion, Maraboy Sai. If you're in the office and you last one out, turn off the light. If you're in a room, yeah, where I've grumet sits, you know, turn off the light, I have to turn off the lights. Yeah? If no one's there, turn off the light. It's an exercise, A, in understanding the value of money, and B, there's a Jew named Rasulta Scheinberg, and there's another Jew huh, named Rashida Chaitoski. Where are they now? Where are they now? They're out raising money. Okay? So, it's a way of being bestattered and helping caring about someone else's money Turn it off, and you appreciate the value of money. I'm not telling you to be stingy, but we have to learn to appreciate what someone else has, and I also have to learn to appreciate what I have. Thank you. I'm sorry I'm over.